Good morning. It's good to be with you again. I'm Mr. Phil of Metal Art Tutorials and Dyslexia Ottawa in Ottawa, Canada. This is my podcast, My Tutor, Mr. Phil. I'll be sharing ideas and insights about living, learning, and teaching those with learning disabilities and difficulties learning. October is Dyslexia Awareness Month. This is the fourth Dyslexia podcast in this series for Dyslexia Awareness Month. This episode is about making time to learn. Dyslexia is a language-based learning difficulty. Non-dyslexics use the language areas of the left temporal cortex and the left hemisphere of the brain for reading. For dyslexic learners, they do not use these areas as much, and therefore their reading skills do not develop properly. Why this is the case is still uncertain. Dyslexia involves trouble connecting the sounds that make up words with the letters that represent those sounds. This is called the sound-symbol relationship. We can connect multiple individual sounds to create a new word. A word is a series of sounds joined together to make a seamless sound. For example, when the sounds k, a, t are represented by the letters c, a, t, they create the word cat. Sound representation of language must then be associated with symbols, the sound-symbol relationship. We learn to recognize the symbol with a sound, thus we learn to read words. When a dyslexic learner has a deficit in the Broca's and Wernicke's areas of the brain, the phonological and phonemic processing areas are not fully developed to allow these skills to develop without structured learning specific for the dyslexic learner. The brain uses different parts to sound out unfamiliar words, recognize familiar words by sight, and to think about how to pronounce a word. The dyslexic brain has physical differences that show up on diagnostic imaging machines such as an MRI. We can see how the dyslexic brain uses parts of the brain to perform language-based learning reading skills. These are actual neural networks that are active for reading. The dyslexic brain has the networks, but they are weak or are not functioning. Just like a computer network, any part of a network that is faulty will cause problems in the whole network. We do not have nanotechnicians to travel throughout the brain making repairs. The repair must be done by the dyslexic person using proven reading skill development through remediation. Teach a dyslexic learner how to learn using the right skills and then let them practice to develop the neural networks. The process is building the pathways for the brain to use to allow reading skills to develop. For dyslexics, the ability to connect sound to letters and words do not develop naturally. The wiring is there, but it's not hooked up. We have to help the dyslexic learner learn how to turn it on. This is done by helping them learn how the wiring works and how to use it. This takes time and requires time to learn and practice. This is hard work, really hard work. It takes time and practice. Like learning anything, we need to make time to practice. And this time and practice cannot occur only during in-school hours. This is unfair for the dyslexic learner. Far too often, comments are made to the dyslexic learner such as, 
Why don't you learn better? Or, why can't you keep up? Why? Because they need time to review and practice, and far too often this time is not provided. Homework is an essential tool and should be used by all dyslexics. Homework is used to review and practice what one is learning in school. Dyslexics cannot become readers and writers with only the few hours of instruction they receive at school. Review and practice is necessary to help their brain build the neural pathways to help them learn to learn and retain information. This takes practice. Practice will be an integral part of the dyslexic's way of life throughout their life. There are different kinds of homework, and purpose of the homework comes from knowing what is to be accomplished. There are five different types of homework. First, review. Reviewing is time to look at handouts, notes, practice sheets, worksheets, and textbooks. This is time to reread material to become familiar with the content. This is also a good time to watch any videos that can help support the reading. This time is also used to prepare for tests and quizzes. Second, practice. Practicing is using the material from class, textbooks, workbooks, videos, and handouts to practice doing familiar questions again. This is time to review the information and practice answering questions to improve their understanding. This helps one reinforce the steps required to answer questions. Third, task completion. This is time to finish any work that has not been completed yet. Old or new, the work needs to be finished. Completing work also helps reinforce the importance of completing tasks. This time complements any practice being done. Fourth, previewing. This is looking at what will be taught or discussed soon. This helps one become familiar with the subject matter and eliminate surprises. And fifth, critical thinking. Critical thinking promotes the key skills of analysis, interpretation, inference, explanation, self-regulation, open-mindedness, and problem-solving. This involves talking with others and discussing issues and answering questions about the topic at hand. All of this requires time to learn and practice. Tremendous breakthroughs have been made over the years in the medical field and with scientific research, showing that with proper instruction and practice and review, or review and practice, the brain can develop new neural pathways that support reading and writing in a dyslexic brain. This by no means is overcoming dyslexia. It is simply a way for the brain to work better, to help the brain develop new pathways that were not developed earlier. Using review and practice through homework is a way for the dyslexic person to create new pathways that help the brain read and understand language more clearly. These pathways help the dyslexic learner so they are able to become better readers, better writers, and better communicators. Not allowing the dyslexic to review and practice at home on their own time sends the dyslexic learner mixed messages about the value of reviewing and practicing. If they do not review and practice, then their ability to improve their learning, reading, and writing skills are dramatically slowed. Therefore, the dyslexic learner must be encouraged to review and practice, 
They must understand the importance of reviewing and practicing and how reviewing and practicing will help them become a better learner, a better reader and writer. Allow time. Time to learn how to review. Time to learn how to practice. Time to use these skills to enrich their learning. Encourage the dyslexic learner to practice 10 to 20 minutes every day. That's all it takes. Not hours, just minutes. Train the brain to work, to build the neural pathways, to learn to learn and to retain information. For educators, make time to learn about your dyslexic students. They are all different and will learn differently. Some will be faster than others and their abilities will be different. Each student learns differently. Become familiar how to adapt the teaching situation to meet the needs of the dyslexic students in your class. For parents, read stories with your dyslexic child. Let them experience the joys of story time. Let them follow along with your reading. Play with tone, volume, attitude, and inflections when you read so your dyslexic child can hear how the story's events change how you read. This is modeling oral reading. It is a fantastic way to share the excitement found in stories. Here are some resources for you. First, DyslexiaScotland.org has a great page of printable information found on their resources page under the title Our Leaflets. Second, DyslexiaFoundation.org.nz in New Zealand has some great information and well worth looking at. Third, DyslexiaCanada.org is another site full of valuable information. And fourth, dyslexiaottawa.ca offers information for dyslexics from dyslexics. That's all for now. It was great talking with you. I'm glad we had this time to share information and learn about dyslexia. I'll be back soon with another Dyslexia Awareness Month episode before the end of the month. Visit my tutor, Mr. Phil Podcast, on Podbeam. This podcast is also available on other sites, such as Overcast, Apple Podcast, and Google Podcast. We'll chat again soon. Bye!